You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The following is a presentation of A's Cast, your free 24-7 nonstop destination for A's baseball. Go to athletics.com slash A's Cast to download the app. Restrictions apply. Building the future on the field and in Jack London Square. It's now time to go inside the bill for an in-depth look at what it takes to build the most unique and creative ballpark in sports history. This is the build. Well, now joining us, it's time for the build with the president of your Oakland Athletics, Dave Cavill. You can follow him on Twitter at Dave Cavill. Dave, your ball club is getting hot here in late June. I, I love seeing that. That's a trend. We like doing that, and it's a lot of fun for our fans, and I love it as well. It's amazing. Yeah, last year at this time, 43-38. and 38. This year, 43-38. and 38. But you, you can just get the sense. The balls are flying out of the ballpark. You're starting to get really good pitching. And as we talk about the build of the stadium, it's like Bob Melvin building this team up and making a playoff run. Well, uh, Billy Bean and David Forrest have done an amazing job building a great roster. And then, you know, Bob Melvin, you know, day in, day out, managing these guys, especially the young players. And you're just seeing the development on a day-to-day basis every game, how players are stepping up, new, younger players. And then guys are getting better and better, like Chappie and Olsen. And it's just it's tremendous to see it. And uh, it's fun to watch a young team like that kind of gel. Did you ever bowl when you were a kid? Oh, I did. I grew up in Ohio. There was a lot of bowling. <laughs> well, well, I've been saying you're like a bowler because you just keep knocking down all these pins. And we got to see the tweet from Rob, Rob Bonta on the assembly bill, 1191. Tell us what passed and how great that was for you and your staff. Well, that was kind of the last big hurdle before we go to the floor for the final vote. And it was the Senate Natural Resource Committee, which is a tough committee to get through. You know, they're very diligent in the way they look at these types of developments on the waterfront. Um, this is a big deal. It's something, obviously, they did at AT&T Park in San Francisco as well. But that was 20 years ago. And so they're relooking at all these different provisions. And we put a great proposal together. We worked hand-in-hand with all the agencies. And we got a unanimous vote, another unanimous vote from the dais. And it was just a great moment. I was there with the mayor testifying, and um, I think we were just really pleased with the outcome and getting closer and closer to having that piece of legislation passed and signed by the governor. You know, the one thing that's great about this project is you guys are just not sitting there saying, we need to get a ballpark. You care about everybody, all your partners and your neighbors that are going to be there at the port, and you want it not only to be viable for the A's, you want it to be viable for everybody else. Yeah, I mean, it's being a good neighbor. You know, we've been here 51 years. And, you know, I just spent all afternoon in San Francisco at the Seaport Advisory Committee of the Bay Conservation and Development Commission. And we were talking about that very thing, how to make sure that our ballpark, its associated new district and development, works for the maritime sector, works for the neighborhood, make sure it works for Oakland, and just making sure all the stakeholders have a say. And you have to be very proactive about that and be solution oriented and engage people in an open and transparent way. And that's been really a theme and a guiding principle of our project. And that's what we'll continue to do as we move forward and get to all the final approvals 
and the groundbreaking, and then we finally open it, which will be an amazing day. You know, I've been doing this long enough that I remember when people are like going, you're going to build a ballpark south of Market in China Basin? Are you insane? And now here we are in 2019. Not only do you have the Giants, but now you're going to have the Warriors over there. Are, are you able, are you able just to point across the bay and go, yeah, it works. Just look across the bay. You'll see how it works. Well, and also to Petco in San Diego, which is also like kind of near the maritime area. So, like we we especially at the state level, when you're dealing with the whole state, we have two really good examples that have been so successful in terms of the development making sure that all the, the areas around the new ballpark are done appropriately, Petco, AT&T, now Oracle Park. And so we have a blueprint, and the success has happened twice in this very state, you know, once right across the bay. And uh, we're going to make sure we learn from that and make sure our project is as successful or more successful than those. I asked people to text in questions, and Glenn texted in about July 2nd, there's going to be a presentation on Howard Terminal Transportation Plan. Big stuff for the fans. Tell us about July 2nd. Well, that's going to be a meeting of a subcommittee of the Oakland City Council to give just an overview of where the project is, both in terms of its timelines, the um, environmental report process, and probably the thing that people are most aware of or understand, which is the transportation plan. So making sure we devise the best system to get to and from Howard Terminal and Jack London Square and how a lot of the transportation improvements, whether it's the gondola or bus routes or ferry service, not only helps our ballpark, but it helps that part of the city on an everyday basis. And that's something I think the city council and the rest of the community is very interested in. And it's the reason why a lot of these ballpark projects have such a positive impact is because they bring benefits beyond baseball. Yeah, because th- this this baseball park will be so different. You know, I've been able to travel around the country during the fall and the winter, and a lot of the baseball parks are next to the football stadiums, and the baseball parks are just closed. You're talking about a ballpark that will be 365. The gondola goes 365. The the park on yep. the roof is 365. Talk about how you know your ballpark will never really close. No, it's going to be a traffic generator. It'll be a reason to come to Oakland, to come to the waterfront, to activate the Jack London Square District, which has never really re- achieved its potential. Um, and so I think that's something that, you know, not only will be good economically, but it's going to bring new people to Oakland and they're going to be exposed to it and they may move there or they may move their business there or want to work there. And that's going to be really important for the future success of the community. And the ballpark could be kind of like a lighthouse to attract folks. And then we have all these other days of activity on top of that. So it just becomes a win-win. And I think it's important that we articulate that vision. We achieve it, but we do it in a responsible way where everyone's bought into it, has their say, and the plan is fully baked because you see other venues, Bay Area, other parts of the country, where maybe they try to not have all that type of input, and then you just end up with a plan that's not as successful. When I was growing up in San Diego, you would not go downtown. Downtown was a rough place. No one went down there. And you now look at it, the gas lamp. You mentioned Petco Park is one of the stadiums you point at. We all know what was going on in San Francisco before Pac-Bell Park opened up. How important is it for you to really have a great relationship with the small businesses that are already there and the potential small business owners that will be around the block? 
Oh, that that's what makes our ballpark and our project truly unique and really makes it, you know, kind of like Oaklandish, you know. So you have the great business owners in and around the area, where it's, whether it's Everett and Jones, the great barbecue place in Jack London Square, or Merchant Saloon, or, you know, all the different great locations, Fours, the restaurants. Not only are they going to thrive, but you're going to have new spots for new small business owners to come in and set up restaurants and whether it's boba tea or barbecue or, you know, wide variety of different um, options for our local community, people are going to love that. And that's going to make it unique and it's going to be really great for business and commerce. You know, I know politicians can get in front of cameras or microphones and say one thing, but they're really thinking another. And recently we just had Libby Schaff on the mayor of Oakland and knowing her over the years, and I have a friend that's uh, really close to her, she's all in. She's all in Oakland. She's all in Oakland A's. How important is that to have the mayor that you know that she is truly genuine about getting this done? It's critical because you need to have the buy-in from the public sector and from the city and having that leadership in City Hall and you know her support of everything that we're doing That's the only reason we've gotten this far. And then that's going to be the only way we get the whole way, the whole distance, and get the approvals over the next six months and get to our groundbreaking. And so she's been a great advocate for everything we're doing. She's working both in front of the scenes and behind the scenes to create that success. And it's it's beyond even her. It's the city council members, folks like Larry Reed, Lynette McElhaney, people on the council who care about their city, want to see this done right. You know, we're just getting that support. That's why so many of these votes have been unanimous, because people want to see this happen. And I think that's just a great um, position that we're in at this stage of the project. Are you shocked at all how well you've done in all these votes? Well, it's hard to know what to expect. I mean, you could just have to take one day at a time and just make sure that you're putting your best foot forward and, you know, having a plan that makes sense and, um, you know, listening to people and, and so, you know, we're just going to continue to operate that way, and hopefully the, the narrative and the, and the message is received. What is the, 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 the next biggest hurdle for you? Well, we got to get both of these bills passed and signed. And so that, you know, we have the trust exchange, which we just had the unanimous vote. That's going to go to Appropriations Committee in August and then a, a vote on the floor in late August. And then we have next week on the 3rd of July – uh, the final hearing for SB 293, which is the tax increment financing, which helps with the infrastructure for sea level rise and transportation. That's another really important bill, and that's kind of the last hearing for that one as well. And so we're kind of in the final stages, the late innings on the state legislation, and getting those things done and signed you know, in September, early October by the governor, that's really our next key thing to get over. And uh, we're really we've received from community members, fans, people coming out to Sacramento, speaking on behalf of the project, our union supporters. Everyone has been really instrumental in showing the elected leaders how important this project is for Oakland and our community. I find that fascinating. You talk about sea level rise. Because of global warning, warming, we know the sea is going to rise. We just don't know how much of it's going to rise over the years. Uh, how do you go about that with your architects, and do you bring scientists in? Yeah, you do, and we have geotechnical engineers. We have BRK Ingalls Group who has a lot of experience building on the water around the world, um, and we're going to be raising the site and creating a plan for adaption and making sure that it can 
has sustainable use for several hundred years. If not, it's just going to over flood. So that's the thing. Like if, if our project doesn't happen there, it's, it's that area, that terminal area and many of the areas around it um, could be very susceptible to sea level rise and the negative effects. So this is going to have a positive impact on that part um, of the shoreline. Well, the A's are winning. You're winning. Life is good here in late June. Good luck the next two weeks, and we'll reconnect on the build. Awesome. Thank you, my friend. Go A's. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics.